Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Recipes for Success. Song, right? I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Olivia Swanson with New Chapter Coaching, and I'm really excited to be here today with Carrie Voyles, one of our strategic partners, and particularly our strategic partner and expert in marketing and branding. And so today she was going to talk to us, answer some questions that have been sent in from you all about um, marketing, especially as it relates to the effectiveness of fundraising. So hello, Carrie. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Olivia. Thanks for having me. And hello, everyone out there. Awesome. So first, if you'll just introduce yourself a little bit, Carrie, tell us who you are and um, your experience in the nonprofit sector and particularly around this topic. Yeah, happy to share. Well, again, my name is Carrie Boyles. I use she, her pronouns. I am the founder of a brand consultancy called Flourish Creative. And I'm really passionate about all things nonprofit, brand, and DEI. I feel like that's really the intersection of my passions and what the work we get to do um, with Flourish. Uh, just for personal background, a uh, majority of my career was in the nonprofit space. Um, I've been in-house inside nonprofits, um, being you know marketing manager, marketing director. I've worked in the agency space, serving nonprofit clients, all before launching my own consultancy. And so I'm now in my fourth year of business, which is really exciting. And I'm based in Kansas City, but I serve clients local to Kansas City, regional and nationwide. So I love what I get to do. It's an honor to partner with different organizations who are doing amazing, really, really cool work and just help amplify their mission. Fantastic. Thank you. And to those of you who are watching who are in the community action space or know that community action, Carrie has some specific um, experience there too. So she's really been all over and we're thrilled to have her expertise on our team. So marketing and fundraising. Tell us a little bit, Carrie, about that relationship. Yeah, such a good question. So marketing and fundraising are both very important to nonprofits, especially, specifically. They are distinct activities, um, but they do work together for a common purpose. And really at the heart of both marketing and fundraising is growing the mission. Um, that's, that's the goal. Uh, fundraising does this through securing financial support and marketing does this through promoting the organization, promoting the mission, promoting the programs. And they really do um, work, work hand in hand. And we're going to talk a little bit more at length about that in a bit, I'm sure. But I also like to say that um, at the heart of it is growing the mission and the way that marketing and fundraising both do this is through cultivating relationships. So relationships really are at the heart of certainly fundraising. Um, if you're doing, you know, individual donor, major donor asks, trying to cultivate corporate partner support, it's all about relationship. 
And so I think it's important to have that frame and kind of think of it that way for marketing as well. What we're doing on the marketing brand side is really connecting, communicating, and creating trust with our people. So it's all about that relationship. And the marketing umbrella is very broad. There are a lot of things that fall under it. And sometimes it can get almost confusing in terms of, oh, should we be doing this? Or should we be doing that? Or why aren't we doing this? Or I definitely don't want to do that. Um, and why, while all those things can be good, um, at the end of the day, what we're really trying to do, again, is really connect with our people. And so that's kind of the frame and, and the lens through which we approach marketing here at Flourish. Yeah, I love that, Carrie. And talking about how those two um, intertwine together. And in case any of you don't know me very well who are watching too, I'm a big marketing nut. Yay! <laughs> I love marketing and um, focus on marketing with my, or emphasize in marketing with my MBA. And so Carrie's just speaking my language, getting me so jazzed because it is so powerful. Um, it it's so, so powerful. So why does marketing matter to fundraising, Carrie? And how would you differentiate them? So marketing does matter to fundraising. If I guess yeah. just to say um, in general, if you you don't see that time and hopefully help you kind of thread the needle on why it's so, so important. Um, unfortunately, sometimes marketing can kind of take the back seat um, in organizations um, and this really positions it to be a huge area of opportunity, I see. And I totally understand when organizations come to me and they haven't been able to prioritize marketing because they're serving the mission, they're serving people, and you know, you've got a million things going on. And sometimes marketing is kind of just like, oh, that, that can wait, or we don't really need that. Um, some organizations that come to me too are uh, grant funded. So they they don't really have as strong of an incentive to prioritize um, marketing. But what we're seeing in this you know, current economic cli climate, certainly moving forward into the future, is that diversifying revenue streams, especially in um, the fundraising space, is really important. And in order to do that, we have to increase engagement. We can't diversify revenue streams or increase engagement without marketing. So why marketing matters to fundraising, if you think about um, a donor or a corporate journey, I always like to think through the lens of our people. What is the journey they're going on to ultimately give us the big dollars? Um, yeah. One of the first things they're gonna do is research, right? They're gonna look you up. If they haven't heard of you already, they're gonna look you up. And I think it's important to know that nowadays online, it takes someone like two point, I think they say 2.6 seconds to make an impression of your brand um, in the digital space. So in terms of credibility, it's incredibly important to put your best foot forward and to make a good first impression. And then as they continue to research, you want to make sure that the messaging, the story they're getting is clear. You want to make sure it's consistent across you know, what, what your fundraising or chief development officer said to you is being reiterated online. Um, so we're being consistent across the board. Um, and I think it's also important to think of, um, you know, fundraising, people are looking to invest in your mission. So what sort of investment do you want them to make? Do you want, does your brand, does your marketing reflect your quality of work? Basically, is it putting out the message, we can be trusted with 
a $10 million grant tomorrow or a $10 million donation tomorrow, are you really, again, putting that, that best foot forward? So, yeah. you know, again, back to the relationship building, it's about nurturing the relationship, um, being integrated along the journey. And we're going to talk about integration in just a minute um, and really raising awareness too. Uh, you can't communicate or ask money to people if they don't know who you are. So that raising awareness piece, communicating your value, having that clear storytelling, that's all huge major pieces um, of marketing and how it affects fundraising too. So yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of how they're differentiated, the actual strategies and tactics are different. You know, someone who's a development person is going to be doing different activities than a marketing person, but there, you know, is obviously a lot of interconnections and they really should support each other because when they support each other, you're going to get to, the, again, that ultimate goal of growing the mission, cultivating relationships. It's just going to be stronger. Um, so yeah, and I, I can tell just like a short story too about kind of an integration of marketing and fundraising. Sure. We were a client who, um, back to building relationships, we were hoping to build relationships for the organization with local influencers. So people who were on Instagram, who had influence, who had a, a connection to the cause. And so we developed relationships just digitally through the organization's Instagram. And um, it turned out one of the Instagram influencers had a friend who was at a family foundation that this organization had been hoping to get a foot in the door in. And, you know, a couple of months later, they landed a huge, huge donation that they didn't have access to. Now, that doesn't happen every single time, but it's just a, a small picture of why cultivating relationships is such a big part um, of marketing and how it directly relates to fundraising. Definitely. I love that story. It is so important. And one thing I want to back up for just a second, because you said one of my favorite things, Carrie, and you were talking about the clarity of your messaging and how important that is. And if you know, if you think of your donors or potential donors as customers, this quote really fits right in. Um, and it says, a confused customer never buys. Yes. You know, so if they aren't clear on what you do, why it's important, the value of their contribution, you likely won't get that donor. And so that clarity is, I'm super passionate about that. I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, and on a similar note there, um, we had a question come in that said, our organization has historically spent few resources on marketing. How do I convince my board to allocate more resources to marketing? Help me make that case to them. This is a great question and something I hear very often. So what I think is important is to really think strategically about anything you do in your organization, anything we're doing in programs, anything we're doing in fundraising, anything we're doing in marketing, if we're going to add marketing and haven't had that, really needs to have a strategic approach. Um, and for us, we always work very hard to tie it to the strategic plan. So anything we're doing at a brand level is supporting and laddering up to your overall strategic plan goals. This helps yeah. make sure 
everything you're doing has purpose. So we're not just throwing spaghetti against the wall. And you can actually evaluate and see the ROI of a marketing investment. Um, in terms of allocating more resources to marketing, I think it's really important to, to tie the picture and see the integration with marketing and fundraising, as we've been talking about, um, and also to allocate money to experiment. You know, give marketing, just because you're signing up to try marketing, doesn't mean you, you have to do it for the next 10 years. Be really strategic about it. Give it a shot. Give it give it time to to see where it's going to take you, because I I can just imagine that implementing some consistent brand rhythms, cultivating those relationships are really going to help you achieve your goals. So it's all about the case is all about tying it back to achieving those strategic plan goals and making sure you have a laser focus on what you're doing from a marketing perspective um, so you can evaluate it. Yes, definitely. And those of you who have done strategic planning with us <laughs> know how important we we hit on that too, Carrie, about um, how you have to have a goal and then you have to have that measurement of success. And it's mm -hmm. so much the same with marketing and marketing can take so many different parts of your plan and many of your goals to the next level. Absolutely. Um, and so another question that we just got sent in was about the elements of, and I'll get it up on the screen, I have to type it in, but um, the elements of effective marketing. Um, mm -hmm. So we talked about being clear. Um, what else would make marketing more effective, Carrie? So always start with strategy. Um, we at Flourish have kind of a strategic process that we like to guide clients through. You can certainly do this on your own, just looking internally at your own organization. Um, I always start in strategy, I always start with research. And what that means is evaluate and audit what you're currently doing, how that's going. If it's not going, then it, that's okay. Then you can just, you know, you're probably doing something. So just seeing where that's at. Um, and then being able to build from there, because in order to build a strategic, you know, overall brand plan, we have to see where we've been to see yeah. where we're going to go. And so in that research phase, you're also looking at what are development goals? What are the strategic plan goals and where can marketing come in and really elevate and lift that up from there? I think it's very, very important to talk to you. We call them brand connectors. You could also think of them as target audiences or stakeholders. It's really important to actually bring them in um, when you think about your brand, because often what we as organizations think are, you know, core messages isn't what people are saying out in the community, which could be a disconnect. And you may or may not know that. Um, so maybe you want them to be kind of singing the same tune that you're singing, or maybe they're they're saying some awesome things that you're like, hey, I could I can take that and I can use that. So understanding your audiences are really important because if we're trying to connect, communicate and create trust with them, we have to know who they are and we also need to listen to them. I think that's another part. We're talking about cultivating relationships and marketing communications. It's a two way street. We can't just throw information at them. It, it, we need to listen and actually bring them into the conversation as well. So research, um, target audiences, and then certainly, um, you know, recommendations from brand rhythms, which we really see as that consist those consistent points of communication. Um, this is a foundation for, for your overall organization. Um, and then brand campaigns. This is kind of layered on top of brand rhythms, the day in and day out stuff. The campaigns are, you know, fundraising 
um, events or end of the year campaigns. Um, these are all communication touch points that you want to be aware of as you're communicating with your audiences. So those are all important parts. There's a lot, even more elements to that, but that I would say is kind of the core, core part of effective marketing. And then of course, at, at the end of all of it too, it's just that evaluation and iteration, making sure mm -hmm. that you're you're not just stuck to the one strategy because you fell in love with the strategy. You have to be able to adapt and iterate. Yeah, definitely. So strategy with an audit, you know, that research, mm -hmm. um, communication going both ways, mm -hmm. uh, the brand rhythm and then evaluation. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I have a question, a follow up question personally um, around the um, communication going both ways, because I've worked with, you know, many strategic planning clients who and if you're one of them watching, I know you want to know what the community thinks. You want to know how um, what your perception is out there in the community and what the awareness is. But a lot of times. Um, I noticed that folks have a difficult time knowing how to capture that information. Who do you ask? How do you ask them? Um, mm -hmm. How do you collect that data? Any suggestions, Carrie? Yeah, in terms of a first good action, I always say talk to the people who are already in your house. So the people who you're already connected with, you hopefully already have their email addresses or some contact information. And it could be a simple first step as sending out a survey, you know, a simple brand perception survey. Surveying is something we do in our brand strategy process as well. But, you know, have questions on there asking about your perception. You know, what do you what are the first words that come to mind when you think of X, Y, Z nonprofit? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you see as our impact? Where do you see we could be improving? You're just going to there's so much gold there. Um, and I also always like to say anytime that you do any sort of reception survey or any survey, ask something of people. Always make sure to communicate back to them because you all know what it's like to take a survey. And then it goes into a black hole and you're like, what did they do with that information? Um, yes. So it's always, always helpful, depending on the audience and depending on the channel, but to be able to share some of the insights that that came about from from that survey. So it can be it can be fairly simple. You can, of course, go way more complex. You can you can, you know, uh, do focus groups. You can buy. Um, lists of people and really survey um, more more broadly for awareness. But I would say probably most of the new chapter coaching clients, just starting with a simple 10 question survey, um, getting that sent out would be a fantastic place to start. Yeah, that's really helpful. And you said there's a lot of gold there. And there's a lot of gold in some of those specific questions that Carrie mentioned. So rewind, uh, make sure you write those down. I'm going to go and write those down. Um, we did get a question from our fabulous fearless leader, Carolyn Sullivan, um, in a comment. Can you talk briefly about the role equity plays in your marketing work, Carrie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I keep, feel like I keep saying the word passionate, but I'm passionate about a lot of things. Um, so I think right. it's important to remember that in the nonprofit space, historically, there has been a lot of problematic narratives and a lot of problematic um, yeah, just communications on behalf of organizations who are in power. So that is something that we are very conscious of in the work that we do here with Flourish, knowing that um, there is a history of things like, you know, savior, saviorism narratives, um, poverty porn, things like that. Uh, what's really important to us is to, to always be not only conscious creators, but to also look at the ways that we're sharing the information that we're sharing. 
Um, so framing, you know, who, who, whose picture gets shown? Um, and is there permission? Is there identity with a picture? Um, is there a sense of place? Or is this person just being used as a prop? Um, yeah. Emotions, are we just playing on emotions in order to get a transaction? Um, there's a lot of power dynamics and it can get very nuanced depending on, depending on the cause specific um, focus. So, you know, we've worked with uh, different poverty fighting organizations. We work with domestic violence organizations. So they all have different nuances, but they're all important to um, be conscious of as communicators because we know communication has power. And as an organization, you're in a position of power in the way that you share and tell these stories. And then the last thing I'll say on this is just, um, I could talk about this for a long time, but uh, the accessibility piece. So any sort of channels and the actual methods where you share the communication. So you have your content, but then how it gets shared, it's important to have those be as accessible as possible. And accessibility, equity, it's definitely a journey. Um, there's a spectrum. You're never going to fully arrive, but it's just doing what we can as communicators to be leaders and to take the responsibility that we have seriously in the ways that we communicate message and then share those communications. Yeah, that's again, gold. <laughs> I'm so glad that you shared that. And one thing I want to brag on Carrie for a second um, is I think this element here makes is one of the ways that um, Carrie and Flourish are so unique um, with that equity lens. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, if you're interested in talking to her more about this, you could definitely should, you know, leave a comment or we will um, also put the link to contact her from our website. But this is really, I mean, just talking about how um, if you are someone who has some control over marketing, you have power, you have privilege there. And how are you using it most effectively? And just so much of what you said, again, getting jazzed, getting yes. excited, um, because there's so much potential for positive impact for your organization, for the Absolutely. people that you serve, et cetera. Um, so I have one more question here, I think, and then I think we'll wrap it up. What's the best next step for my organization? And of course, with this, we don't exactly know where the organization is now in their marketing, but if they want to improve marketing, help marketing impact fundraising, what's, the, what's that first step, Carrie? So I would recommend just to take the time to pause and do some auditing and evaluation. And it seems simple, but actually pausing and holding, you know, a two-hour workshop with your with your team to say, how is our marketing going? What is our marketing? What's going well? What's not working? What are some visions and possibilities that we could have for this? Um, would be a real gift to your organization. And you know, people are going a million miles an hour. I understand it's hard. It's hard to take that time to zoom out, but that would be my encouragement: is just to pause, to zoom out and think about with the things that we've talked about today, you know, what are the possibilities with where we could really leverage our brand? We could leverage marketing to better achieve our goals and to um, just tap into opportunities for our organization that we've been wanting to, to reach, but we haven't been able to yet. So encourage the pause. 
Love that. It's so important. It's easy to get excited and or to just continue doing what you're doing or what you've always been doing or yes. you know, we have an idea we should get on Instagram, you know, yes, but threads. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but taking that pause being really strategic and intentional. So um, that's really excellent advice. And I have some advice for those of you watching. And that's to go to our website so you can contact Carrie um, if you want to have a um, more one-on-one -on -one conversation with her about your organization's needs. Um, marketing really is so powerful and so important. And I don't think that goes unseen. I think folks know that, know how important it is. And it's just, um, you just have to take the time. You have to ask and figure out um, you know, how you can incorporate it into your day-to-day um, within your organization. So I hope you will have a conversation with Carrie. If you go to our website under the contact tab, you'll see contact our strategic partners and you can go from there. So thank you so much, Carrie, for joining us. Any final words um, on this topic or in general? I always just like to say um, you're showing up and you're doing amazing work, whoever you are out there watching this. Um, it can sometimes feel like we're not doing enough or there's more we could do, which is all always true. We could always be doing more, but just say that, you know, you're doing amazing just where you are. And if you want to talk about possibilities, I love talking about that too. So I'd be happy, happy to connect with you. And thank you so much, Olivia, for chatting today. Oh, our pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Um, and those of you watching, join us, join us again in one month for our next episode of Recipes for Success. Um, we hope you're enjoying this new series so far. So until then, we'll see you later. Bye, everyone. Thanks, bye.